The Shred Shed Podcast. Yo, what up? This is Earl Shreds, boy. And Sydney Shreds. Ooh. And this is your number one podcast. For all things rock and roll, music, or just plain awesome. Y'all don't forget to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you got, at Earl Shreds. And don't forget to check out the website, www.earlshreds.com. Thank We can do what we need to do. The things that we didn't do, we won't do. And because we didn't do them, they're not done. Boom, baby. Tip of the day, quote of the day, you're welcome. There are dudes with, there are snake oil salesmen in the world that would charge at least $9.99 a month for that advice. But I'm broke, you're broke, we're broke. We can be broke together. Um, it's not a big deal to be just beyond the ability to have an enjoyable life because of financial reasons. We're there together, guys. Don't worry. When the day comes, real hardworking men like you and me, we will be there for each other, no doubt. And this podcast, save them on MP3, get them on LimeWire, because you're going to need it when you're living in a cave um, because of you know, world events, a lot of things going on today. Very scared, very nervous. Anxiety levels are peaking, but it's okay. It's a sunny day, and there is a inflatable Halloween decoration, literally, that I did not put up, and it stares at me through my window all day to remind me, I guess, that um, things could be Things could be a little worse, you know. <laughs> and I do not want spooky season to ever end. But it's okay. We're, this is these solo podcasts are just the creme de la creme to me. Um, if you are listening and you're wondering what's up with the solo podcasts, uh, Earl Shreds, he's not live streaming. His podcast, and we're on episode number thirty-three, and we're doing another solo one. I didn't like the last one; he got all political and said a bunch of hateful things. Well, guys, the truth of the matter is, I have no friends. <laughs> it's not good. No, I don't have any guests lined up. Um, except now, I do. Just kidding. Next week, I do have a guest lined up. But I didn't um, have any guests lined up this week. And, um, you know, I don't really, I just haven't felt motivated to reach out to people and, like, try, like, people that need to be reached out and need to be convinced. And all the my homies that you already know have been on this podcast, um... They just come whenever they come. I don't think they want to just be my host, you know. So I haven't really, like, I guess, reached out to anybody or anything like that. And, you know, to be honest, I don't really feel like um, doing the whole loop-de-loop. Because it's like all my friends... 
they've already been on the podcast, I think, most of them. Next week is another good one. My homie JT Reserve will be on next week, uh, next Tuesday, and we will live stream that one. But um, I just have not felt the motivation to play the game. You may ask yourself, what is the game? If you are a musician and you are trying to, I guess, make a living and exist within the music industry, you know what the game is. The game is uh, the wing-dang-dingle politics of talking to the blue checks or, yeah, I guess blue checks or close or wanting to be blue checks. Um, It just seems to me... And I'm not hating on them. I'm not calling them dickheads for making it difficult or not being eager to associate themselves with me, especially the stupid stuff I say. Especially if you're like a a family type artist, I can definitely see why you wouldn't want to talk to me. But um, and I'm not hating them because you know they're they. Maybe are they're probably. I mean, most people would be too good to talk to me because I am a goofball. Um, and so when I say this, I'm not just hating on them, but it's the whole kitten caboodle of uh talking to the manager and they constantly say yes and then never come through with things or. There's an agenda or they want to wait till their single comes out or they want to be provided proof of how the associating themselves with me will benefit them, blah. And then you got to talk to three different people and it's like a veil, um, like words behind a veil of like, I don't know, yes, no, head nods. Very political, very uninteresting to me, and that is the process that you must go through to get, um, quote, unquote, big names. Um, And to be completely honest, I am, one, playing that game uh, gets very depressing to me as a person. I emotionally react to that in a way that it's mentally exhausting for me and not fun. And the more I play political music industry games, the more it takes me away from the love of the guitar and art, music as an art. And it's easy to get caught slipping down the path of the business only of the music business, especially if you are not as artistically and creative, creatively. Well, I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> if you are not as artistic and creative as, um, some people, um, it's a viable path because, as we all know, the mortgage and the water and electricity bill do not get 
paid from art or exposure. So it is a viable path to talk the talk, walk the walk, and cozy up to all of the people that are in the industry. And to me, I guess I am just the weird fat emo kid or something that just always has to be, fuck you, mom. Never gonna do what I'm told, but it's okay. I'll exist. You'll exist in a nicer house and drive a nicer car than I do. But, um, you know, please check out the merch store or consider subscribing to me. It really helps me out. Um, this week has been <sighs> ups and downs. Life is just for me, I guess with all people, it's just up and down, you know, it's just. I find myself a lot in the cycle of you're doing great. Next day, you're doing not great. You suck. And that's the real truth. I bet I, I think most of us go through that. This week has been rough. It's it's always money and financially tied, you know, like just some broke as fuck trying to start my own business. So it's life, though. I can't sit here and complain. I just... I guess this is therapy to myself, but creatively, musically too, I've been trying to pick up the piano and the guitar and I don't know, just nothing comes, man. Sometimes I feel like I'm so prolific in my ideas, not saying that they're life-changing and really good, just that I, what I produce musically, I enjoy and I think is good. And then sometimes it's just um, not there at all, writer's block. It's the muse, as you will, I guess. Not the band. The state of mind. The nirvana. But life could be worse. It could be in the freaking Ukraine out getting bombed by M41 Abrams or something. And it's, I, this is why, again, I said on the last solo, I shouldn't be allowed to do these, but they are very fun to me, especially I don't I'm not going live mainly so that I can not fill um, the number one reason is nobody's going to fucking watch me rant like a crazy person. And number two, I don't feel, um, you know, can, like censored. And it makes sense with an artist, I guess, to go live because they probably don't want me talking about some crazy conspiracy shit that I don't even believe. Um, but I um, think that when I do these alone and nobody's around, it's um, freeing. Though, though it's not live and I could post... No matter what I think, whatever is socially acceptable, I could post that to my stream podcast feed. But, I mean, I guess I edit out the clips. It's just you can't, you know, TikTok is the worst. If you say something bad, they're going to give you a red flag, and YouTube's pretty bad. But it's what you guys really came here for is world events, and I am going to talk about music. That's why I try to start out with some horrible advice in the beginning. I hope none of you listen to. 
But we got some big news in Eastern Europe, buddy. They are getting 31 M1 Abrams. That's a big deal. That's a nice-looking tank. I'm looking at it. Hold on. I don't know if I get – I'll put it up. I don't think – is the news – I don't know if the news is uncopyrightable. I, I guess whatever. I'll put it on – where is this? This is our good friends at CNN, one of the most trusted news sources that you can ever um, deal with. And we – I mean, Germany and U.S. announced plans to send some – Freedom tanks to Ukraine. Hear what the Kremlin threatens after the Germans announce tanks. And they got an ad for a cruise line. <laughs> Nothing makes me want to cruise like World War III. The German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. <laughs> that he, the announcement by, oh, okay, I was about to troll CNN, but y'all didn't do it wrong. He's going to send some leopard tanks. Nice, like that. And then old President Joey said that he's going to give them 31 M1 Abrams tanks. Can't be won out by the Germans. Reversing the administration's longstanding resistance to requests from Kiev for highly sophisticated but maintenance-heavy vehicles. I'm going to go over there and work on some tanks. This is not an offensive threat to Russia. There is no offensive threat to Russia. If Russian troops return to Russia where they belong, said by Biden. Oh, by Biden. Biden said that, I think. Is that what it's saying right here? Sleepy Biden. You're talking about awake Biden. It is right that we advance bit by bit. That is the only principle that can work in such dangerous conditions, said Schultz, Mr. German Chancellor Schultz and Biden. They're buddies, I guess. Man, what it. Ooh, 70 tons. The, the U.S. decision to provide Abrams tanks to the Ukraine represents an abrupt about-face from its earlier stated position. While the Biden administration had never taken the possibility of shipping American tanks entirely off the table, I do there is a video, you can find it, of Biden literally saying they're not going to send liars. Of course, CNN is lying for the administration, no doubt. Oh, where was I at? U.S. officials said publicly last week that it was not the right time to send the 70-ton M1 Abrams tanks. Oh, that's a uh, bald eagle flying in. Because they are costly and require a significant amount of training. I cannot afford my rent. <laughs> Wow, I am so glad that we are sending them M1 Abrams tanks. I hope we don't need them. I'm pretty sure the M1 Abrams was designed in the Cold War to fight the Russians. So, baby, finally, the daddy tank of them all is getting its time in the spotlight. Let's see how it faces up to the Ruskies. Let's go. You motherfuckers are so lame watching NFL or basketball. 
the real team and there's is Team America and versus the Ruskies. I can't wait to see some lot. Oh, Live League shut down. I can't wait to see the TikTok videos of 1v1 MLG Pro Gamer M1 Abrams versus Ruski Tank. Let's go. War Thunder. Who needs to fucking play that? Who needs War Thunder when you've got reality? We are living truly in the Matrix. It is a... It's just... I never would have thought that we would be sending M1 Abrams tanks to freaking Ukraine. I mean... It's unbelievable. I wonder what old Joey has to say on it. Let's there is a blah, 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 blah. shut up. Where you at, Joey? I want to hear Joey talk. There we go. Hold on. Give it to me, Joey. That the United States will be sending 31 Abrams <sighs> to Ukraine, the equivalent of one Ukrainian battalion. <sighs> Austin has recommended this step because it will enhance the Ukraine's capacity to defend its territory and achieve a strategic objective. A strategic the objective? tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. Why is he squint like they're that? They're also extremely complex to operate and maintain. Hold on. I got to put this on the freaking screen. I, he's always squinting. They need to turn the freaking lights down. This old man is having a hard time freaking seeing, dude. Y'all are cruel. Or give him some sunglasses. Wasn't that there was like a video where he um he was wearing some sunglasses, wasn't he? Like he was looking fresh, dude. Dude, have you ever seen that video of him in his Corvette? <laughs> he loves that stupid car. <laughs> He's talking about the document, <laughs> the document thing. It was in the garage with my Corvette. Nothing safer than my Corvette. I know that you can't feed your family, but have you seen Mazi 71? <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. Here, let's let's get a little. Come on, Joey, give it to me, buddy. So we're also giving Ukraine the parts and equipment necessary to effectively sustain these tanks on the battlefield. When we begin, we'll begin to train Ukrainian troops on these issues Whoa. of sustainment, logistic, and maintenance as soon as possible. Whoa. Delivering these tanks to the field is going to take time. Yes, it is. Time uh, that we'll see and we'll use to make sure the Ukrainians are fully... And money, baby. Time and money. How much... Hold on. Before we continue this riveting speed by Sleepy, how much is an M1? I'm my own Jamie. I need a Jamie. The M1 Abrams was developed from the failure of the MBT-70 project. Blah, 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 blah. A 6.21 million estimate in 2016 or inflation adjusted for today, $8.92 million per unit. And so let's do a little handy math right here. I think they said they were going to give them 70, but they, it, for sure, I know eight. Two zero 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 times. We know they're going to give them 30. Let's see. 
$246 million. That is a lot of money. And now I am going to revolt. I am so fucking broke. It is not funny. Damn, dude, just give me like a milli. Just give me a milli, Joe. Dude, don't. Bruh, all I need is a milli. And I'll be so Gucci with that. Like, oh my gosh. Fully prepared to integrate the Abram tanks into their defenses. So for more on the... I don't want to hear your take, lady. Any more from Slick? Oh, hold on. We got a... Oh, we got a picture one in the field. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I want to see him do it. Bring tanks into Ukraine faster. Ukraine is also out. What, they got ramps? Oh, this one got moss on it. Oh, that's a German one. That's the leopard. Yeah, buddy. Nothing gets me going like a tank. Woo! It had been insisting, oh, I have a bunker for World War Three, and you peons will all evaporate. You know they got bunkers. Get your bread up, people. Let's go. It's going to come, and... I will be, I will, I already have a piece of territory once Mad Max happens that I've claimed is my own. And it's not a good piece of land, but it is a piece of land. And I will be the village uh, warrior king of it. Oh, AP, AP News said, explainer, why the U.S. flipped on? I need you to explain it to me. So, you know, a little World War Three here, a little World War Three there. I'm personally tired of World War III. I'm ready for the next one, World War IV. Uh, dude, If it's going to be fought not with sticks and stones, but with lasers and mean TikTok videos. <laughs> I think Russia just get on and just troll. They Ukraine and Russia should just deal with it on TikTok. Make, oh, dude, no. I, nothing's grosser than Russians on or any Middle Eastern, Middle, or not Middle Eastern, I'm sorry. I love them. I love everyone. But Eastern European people on TikTok, they're always sad. Like, I saw some two Russian girls on TikTok the other day, and they're they like, Ivanka, why do, why do people say to always smile, but there's nothing to smile about? I'm like, dude, you're right. There is. You don't live in America. If you're not living in America, there ain't shit to smile about. But, you know, that's today's world-changing news. Same old, same old. Just sending them more money, and I'm broke as hell. Whatever. You know, I see a lot of... The music industry has the same politics as actual politics, but without the violence. Or yeah, without the violence and kinetic harm, I it's the, the it's just the same as some stupid huge record label sending. They spend so much money on just propagandizing trash until the masses enjoy it, and they just send them money and money, and just it's all while we fend for ourselves. It's just unbelievable. I mean. But what what can you do? I mean, real talk. What what 
can't you do that. <laughs> oh Lord have mercy. Oh Lord have mercy. You know what time it is, guys? It's sponsor time, and I am actively looking for sponsors. If you know anybody that would like to sponsor me or would like to uh, buy an advertisement, uh, I'll do a professional 30-second reel on this show. promise you I will, and I'll do it professionally mastered, all this stuff. But the guys that do sponsor me right now, you know who it is. First and foremost, it is the Gulf Coast Drifters, the band that I am the lead guitar player in. Y'all be sure to check out TheGulfCoastDriftersMusic.com Also be sure to check out our album and single Hurricane on Spotify streaming now I am super proud of it I will rep that album all day As for upcoming shows This Friday, come to the Humble Cook-Off Houston Whiskey Club 10 if you can get a wristband I can't wait to see all the cool people there I hope you can get a wristband um, it is this Friday. I'm looking forward to it. And then February 11th and the 12th, don't forget, we are at the shoot at 10 p.m. And it's a full band. And then March 4th, there is a Cow Ham Ranch Festival weekend uh, weekend in the country. And let's, on this podcast, because I don't look up anything, let's see a little bit into this festival. This is I can, These are my ads. I can go Cowham, let's read a little bit on Cowham Ranch. Let's do this, big dog. Let's get it. Let's get it how we live, big dog. Get it how we live. <laughs> oh, look, there's the Gulf Coast Drifters. It's one of the smallest pictures on the flyer. Yay. Cowham Ranch with Black, Black Oak Homes presents Weekend in the Country Music Fest 2023. 35 days to the event. Come out and enjoy the Texas Independence Day with live music, food and vendors, four-wheeling bonfires, charity raffle, poker run, cornhole, chili cook-off, petting zoo. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know where I'll be. I'm going to be instantly always at the petting zoo. No fucking doubt. Playgrounds will be at the playground. Bounce houses will be at the bounce house. Fishing. Little cat fisting. We can do that. We'll do a little bit of cat fisting. Tournament and country fun. I want someone to define me right now. I'm going to clip this or send me a message if you hear this. Define what country fun is to you. I want to know because that is a very vague statement. Anything, anybody could have country fun. I mean, come on now. Come on back now. Hey, brother. I mean, I feel like every day I'm having country fun. I'm going to bring it up on the screen. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me make it at. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Oh, I cannot interact. Okay, guys. Well, that's it. I'll just interact on my own. Or maybe I'll do a there we go. I got a screen cap. I can Let's see if I can get a full. Here's the flyer. Zoom in, you turd. Oh, there we go. 
Look at those QR codes. They got QR codes, guys. Weekend in the country, baby. Let's go. Bring in the live music and country fun to the hills of East Texas for over a decade. Here's the lineup. We got Them Dirty Roses, Tanner Ursi, Cole Barnhill, Trent Cowie, Jake Bush, Peyton Howie, Daniel Holmes, um, Tanner Sparks, Charlie Hickman, Almost Legal, Rainchild, and then the Gulf Coast Drifters, and it is a picture from five years ago when I didn't even have long hair. I am so glad you venues are using this picture of me. I'm not going to speak on the band because I'm talking trash. So guess what? I'll speak on me. I'm so glad you guys are using this picture from five years ago at like one of the third shows we ever played. If you need photography pictures to promote me, please reach out to me and I will give you newer pictures of, I have really great ones. I have really great videos and pictures of the band. So please, it's not hard to find my name. I promise you it's Earl Shreds. You can just shoot me a DM or shoot me an email. I'll be happy to send you some promo. That's not from five years ago because looks like everybody else, they got new promo and not us, so please, let me know. I mean, it's not that hard. I'll give you some freaking pictures. Whatever, you know, looking forward to it. I don't like playing 45-minute set as festivals, but it's part of being a musician. Um, hold on, I got to see if I got, as a guitar player, do I need to worry? Hold on, let me look at the lineup. Um, no. no. I'm not... Uh, at least I'm the only metalhead there. And what does that dude got? He got a strat. Hmm. Cute. Well, y'all come out to this show in East Texas. I am from East Texas, and I was born and raised in East Texas, so it'll be good to play out there, no doubt. Sorry, guys. The most horrendous sound in the world. So, yeah, y'all come uh, this Friday at the Humble Cook-Off Tent, February 11th at the shoot, and March 4th at Cowham. Ranch. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, hold on, go. Let me pull up the old website. Don't forget to go to my merch store and check out the merch or support me any way you can. I, I'm, dude, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I need help. So any help you guys can give me to keep making content, podcasts, videos, show vlogs, it, it helps so much. And this podcast is also helped sponsored by Tim's Tiny Trucks. Tim's Tiny Trucks. Welcome to Tim's Tiny Trucks, Texas best choice. It's your number one dealer for Japanese mini trucks in the great state of Texas. Japanese mini trucks are the ultimate utility vehicle for farmers, ranchers, hunters, outdoorsmen, manufacturers, or anyone looking for a reliable, capable, quiet, and comfortable vehicle to tackle anything you throw at it. They offer a wide range of trucks from high-end, fully customized to basic stock trucks, ready to go to work. Stay out of the... Stay out of the weather as you off-road and take your family to the beach. Did we mention all of the tiny trucks come with AC and heat? That's the selling point right there. 
They keep you comfortable. Four-wheeler, you ain't getting, you're, if it's hot, it's hot. If it's cold, it's cold. You know, rest assured that you are getting the best UTV with us. Y'all go check out timstinytrucks.com or go to the physical location if you're local at 23402-FM-2100 Huffman, Texas. That's 23402-FM-2100 Huffman, Texas, or call and text 346-353-MINI. And don't forget, if you do buy a Tim's Tiny Trucks, mention that Earl Shreds bought you and you're going to get a free Tim's Tiny Trucks t-shirt and a free Earl Shreds t-shirt. So please, mention Earl Shreds brought you to Tim's Tiny Trucks for two free t-shirts. And let me know, because I want to go on a ride. If you go to Tim's Tiny Truck, please let me know and take me for a ride in the Tim's Tiny Truck. I want a ride in the Tim's Tiny Truck. Man. Lucky ducky. And if I want to get one day, I'll have one. I always say with the giant Earl Shreds sticker on the side. So in music news, it's a big one. And I do want to say before I do, it's about Pantera. Maybe you haven't seen it. Maybe you haven't. There is a lot of controversy surrounding Pantera for statements and actions that members of the band did. I do not know and will not speak on those actions. And if they are accurately reported the way they are reported. If they are truthful, if what is reported about these actions a long time ago are true, I do not contain, condone anything sexist, racist, anti-Semitic, simply like the music and I simply like the mosh pit. So... I do want to say, do not um, come at me. Uh, nobody said anything, but I, f- I love Pantera so much, I feel like people are going to start associating me with negative things. So I just, no, it ain't, that's not the way it works. We're not doing that. But Pantera's appearance, here we go, we're on, blabber, we're on blabber mouth right now. And I don't know why, maybe we can find out together. We've got just 15 million freaking ads. I'm going to bring it up in the browser. Hold on. I hate dealing with the window cap. Oh, there's a big picture of Phil flicking everyone off. Yeah, we accept the cookies. Pantera's appearance at the German Rock Festival <clears throat> canceled following outcry over your accusations of racism. I knew it. This is why I made the same one before. Pantera's appearance at two rock festivals in Germany <clears throat> this spring have been canceled following an outcry over singer Philip Anselmo's previous racist remarks. Ugh. The reform band. Damn, what a shitty start. Featuring Pantera's surviving member Anselmo and Rick's Brown bass, along with guitar Zach Wilde at Germany. Drummer Charlie <clears throat> Benante was scheduled. Hold on, guys. I got to get some water. We'll be right back. I'm coming back. I'm not even going to pause it. I'm going. I'm, you can still hear me. I got water. I got water. I'm good. Jesus, I can't speak. I drank too much coffee this morning. Oh, wow. Man. It's a PSA for big water. Drink your water, everyone. If you're fucking sick, you feel sleepy, you feel tired, you got a headache, drink some fucking water before you take pills. 
it was they were scheduled to appear at Rockham Ring and Rockham Park, two simultaneous rock festivals, which take place June the second through the fourth in Nuremberg Ring and Nuremberg. Oh yeah, Ugh. yeah, you can't can't have controversial statements in Nuremberg where Nazis were tried for Nazi things. So kind of makes sense. I didn't even realize that Rockham Ring was in Nuremberg. I think it's the same place, right? If I'm not European, so I don't know. Um, however, after intensive discussion with artists, partners, and fans, the festival promoters decided to remove Pantera from the bill. I wonder who the other artists were that were like, fuck no, we're not playing with them. I would like to know. Not that I care. The band Pantera will not perform at Rock Park, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. This is what Blabbermouth is saying. Most of the backlash stemmed over the fact that Anselmo made a Nazi-style salute. Definitely does not work. go over well in Germany. When he performed at the January... Oh, this is recent. I didn't even... 20... 2016 Dime Bash event at the Lucky Strike Live in Hollywood in honor of Leigh Pantera guitarist Dimebag Daryl Abbott. He also appeared to say white power as he made the gesture, but later claimed he was joking about drinking white wine backstage and was reacting to the audience members up front who he says were taunting him. There was additional criticism with regard to the fact that Rock and Marine takes place in Nuremberg Oh, yeah, it is the same place. Where Hitler supporters held a series of mass Nazi party rallies in 1933 and 1938. Ooh, not good. No bueno. The German Green Party said that in Nuremberg City Council that Anselmo's repeatedly and deliberately made Nazi gestures and yelled racist slogans. The Green Party asked the organizers... Argo Kunstgumba <laughs> to reconsider its invitation and call off the band's performance. Hmm. Not a good start for Pantera. In the days following the Dime Bash incident, Machine Head's Rob Flynn, fucking sick band. I've seen Machine Head a few times. Hardcore, Mosh Pit goes gnarly as fuck. Uh, Rob released an 11-minute video response video in which he denounced Anselmo as a big bully and a racist. He concluded that say he concluded by saying that he would never play another Pantera song again. Scott Ian from Anthrax, who is Jewish, released a statement on his official website saying Phillips' actions were vile, and invited him to make a donation to the Simon Weisenthal Center. Vinnie Abbott was dismissive when asked for comment on the singer's white power salute. I can't speak for him. He's done a lot of things to tarnish the image of what Pantera was back then and what it stood for. Yeah, I like Pantera. I don't like specifically anybody. Well, Dimebag. I love Dimebag. But, again, I don't support Phil Anselmo's um anti-Semitic or racist remarks. I don't know why he's got to fucking do that shit. In Salmo Blast in, in 2017, 
false journalism in the metal community for suggesting that he was racist because of his actions. I don't know. It's hard for me to say because the media says everyone's a fucking racist now. They'll probably say I'm one. But, I've you know, this is kind of like not on par, but I guess Anselmo's just got a lot of, um, he's just a shit storm. There's a shit storm coming. You know what I mean? Oh, well, sorry. Friday, June 2nd at the event, we've got Rise Against and Limp Biscuit. Did I say Dion Sanders? Machine Gun Kelly. Whatever. They also, though, were just kicked from another show. This is going to be a... Um, they're just going to keep being canceled now. I mean, once the daddy of them all cancels them, it's just a, you know, spiral towards cancellation. That's how it works. That sucks. They just started the tour. I mean, it sucks for the people that were part of the tour, that were depending on the money from the tour, and then obviously the members of the band who are not that way. After being pulled from, this one's from the Brooklyn Vegan, after being pulled from the lineups of two German festivals, Rock'em Ring and Rock'em Park, the reunited Pantera, which features, you know, already said that, has been dropped from another European festival. Vienna, Austria is not another, another place probably shouldn't be known for anti-Semitism. I think Hitler's from Austria. Yeah, they, they, they don't kid about I think in those countries, they don't have free speech the way we do, where you can't just, like, troll people with, like, Nazi shit. Because there are dumb fucks in America that they're like um, Hitler Nazi simps. They love the outfits and the little things. They think it's cute. But I get, and they can say it here because we have <laughs> huge quotation marks free speech but in Europe maybe not all of Europe but I know in the hinterlands where uh, they had a little bit of an issue with the Nazis back in the day you can go to jail and get your ass fined for doing that shit and I'm conflicted on it as somebody who is a proponent of free speech obviously and a proponent of I've always believed in trolling people, talking shit. It's one of my favorite pastimes. You people know. But, um, like, some people, like, a lot of the conspiracy theorists and trolls, I think Alex Jones, all the, mostly Alex Jones, and the dudes, Milo, it's like they're not tasteful. And it's, you can't be one-sided. You got to troll from the right and the left. But first and foremost, if you troll, you got to be at least tasteful. And I'm a big proponent. I believe very much in the statement that if you're laughing and they're laughing, if it's a joke. If you're laughing and they're not laughing, it's just hurtful. So that's, you know, you don't just be 
saying Nazi shit or racist shit thinking it's funny because it ain't. There are a lot of people that got a lot of hurt from that, rightfully so, especially minorities who come from a marginalized or passive being slaves and then one of the oldest, anti-Semitism. The Jewish community has been dealing with anti-Semitism and not to put the blame on the Nazis or um, right-wing people now, the KKK and such, they don't get all the blame because anti-Semitism, if you read anything about history, it is one of the world's oldest forms of hating people. So they've been dealing... I think that's what Kanye doesn't realize either is that, like, you can be against the narrative and say outlandish things. And if they're thoughtful, thought provoking, you know, it's okay to be controversial, but like being anti-Semitic and it goes with you too, Phil Ensemble, even if you're joking, just don't joke about it. I mean, the Nazis took it to a new level, but the Jews in the Jewish community have been dealing with pogroms in Europe for long fucking time, middle e- medieval ages, and they rightfully probably don't think it's funny, even if it was what you thought to be a good joke. Just, they've been through enough. Don't troll people who've been through enough. Troll rich people. Troll... Troll rich people, troll politicians, troll people in power. Don't troll ethnic communities. Stop it. And the musicians that say it, just stop. That's Kanye, that's what he didn't realize was that he's just being against the grain. But you can still be against the grain. I feel I do it in a very tasteful way most of the time. I live to be controversial. But don't hate, don't say things about groups of people. Don't lump, don't, you should never lump anybody into a group unless they want to be lumped into a group and for specific reasons and you acknowledge those reasons. But you cannot say that this guy is this way because he's from a group of people. He does these things. This person does these things because they're part of this group of people. And so just, I mean, look what it's doing, Phil. I'm not going to take your side. I'm not going to take anybody's side. I am, I'm going to take the side that even if Phil was joking, which is questionable to me because I'm pretty sure there's some old footage of him saying some questionable things. Um, look what you've done. If even it was a joke by, if you were doing a Nazi salute as a joke, I mean, I get, there are movies that do, I guess do it tastefully. Cause there are plenty of jokes about Nazis that are funny, but do are not untasteful to the groups of people that they committed atrocities to. So, but just throwing up a Hitler sign with no context until you have to make a statement, it, it's not funny. And if you are, you shouldn't do it anyways. 
unless there's context right at the moment. Because now you fucked all the people that are on tour. That's the people that I feel for is the band and the road crew and the people that probably were depending on this income. So a joke has now made them incomeless. That's sad. That sucks. Vienna's Austrian Austrias Vienna Austrias gasometer which they were scheduled to play on May 31st has canceled their set. Pantera concert will be canceled. A translated statement reads, all tickets returned where they were purchased can be returned where they were purchased. Hmm. A reason was not given. We know the reason. It's the same as the other one. I wonder if Blabbermouth was right on the reason they got kicked from Rock and Ring. So, moral of the story is, unless there's context, it's pretty, it's never okay to make jokes about Nazis. Or, no, you can make jokes about Nazis. But it's never okay to make jokes agreeing with Nazis as a joke. Like, you can... It's fun to make fun of Nazis, especially the nerds that think they're outfits. They're not even that cool. They wear these stupid pants that make their... They they got big-ass hips. Stupid. The boots are cool, I guess. Some of the black leather stuff is all right. I mean, but it's... That's the nerds that idolize... Like the outfits and stuff, they're usually what uh, incels, the type of incel dude. So sucks, man. I don't know. They ain't gonna get canceled in America, I'm sure. But, but yeah, in Europe they don't play. If you go to Europe and you're an American, they don't fucking play with free speech. You do not get there is not free speech. You cannot say shit like that. Can't even say it in America and then go over there because then you're going to be affiliated. So just keep your mouth shut and make fun of people that deserve it. Don't make fun of it's just low hanging fruit. It's not funny. It's not cool. And now these people don't get to see the show and the road crew doesn't get to make a living. But that's the world we live in, you know. You do what you can, do what they want, try to make the best of the situation. Let's look up some Texas music, some Texas country music news. <laughs> oh, man, today has been such a week. I hope everybody had a good week at work. Um, hope everybody doesn't have to work. If you're out there hustling to work for yourself, God bless you. It is the bane of my existence, man. We're on Texas Country Music Chart, Radio Airplay, Monitor Chart. Let's see, where are we at? When was this released? We're looking at the Texas Country Music Chart, Monitor Chart for Texas Country Music, January 23rd. So this was last week. 
Who's number one? Oh. Let's do some uh, new on the charts. We got Remy May F and Cody Canada, Washing Machine Song. And something I did last time, which I really like, is look at the lyrics. Because you, you some of y'all's lyrics I'm putting on blast. Uh, let's see what this one is. Washing Machine Heart. No, I'm looking for a Washing Machine song. Damn, I guess they don't have the lyrics online. Oh, well. Number two, we got Robert May, More Than You'll Ever Know. From Big Rig Country, baby. <laughs> the hardest country for the hardest dudes. <laughs> Next up, we got we got Javier Xavier Joseph with Maker Mark. He's independent. Good for you, Xavier. I like that. It's hard to get on the top charts. Mike Donnell with Lie to Me. He's independent as well. Zach Talbert and Silver Lining. What's come over me? Greatest spin increase, Ken Foe, Sonny in 72. John Wolf beers we ain't drank yet. John Wolf, let's see how let's see how um these uh lyrics hold up. Beers we ain't drank yet. Me and you are like the first George Strait record. Just getting started, got a long way to go. I like the way we sound. Yeah, something's telling me. We're sitting on a classic, baby. Sitting on gold. So let's raise one in the sky for you and me. The sky's the limit as far as I can see. Well, um, pretty country. That's uh, definitely a country song. We got most added William Clark Green anymore. Bubbling under Mike Rhodes, going, going, gone. I think somebody like baseball. Rich O'Toole of On a Sunday, way to go. Got two artists on there from Smith Music. I wonder who the number one label or the most loyal. Oh, I'd have missed Daryl Perry, Healing Powers of a Honky Tonk. That's a good name. I like that. Nice, bro. That's a good Healing Powers of a Honky Tonk. Oh, here's the real charts. Number one is Parker McCollum, Handle on You. Been in there a while. I think he's number one every single time I've done this. Casey Donahue starts in a bar. Mike Ryan, Die Running. Caitlin Butts, Jackson. Cody Cannon and the Departed, Lonely Girl, number five. Chad Cook, way to go, Chad Cook. Your band, you're number six. Nice. 
Ooh, excuse me. John Wolf's number seven. It beers we ain't drink yet. Randy Roger. Oh, Sundance Head. Is it number 20? Way to go, Sundance. Three people. Me, Jim Beam, and you. I'll always remember opening for Sundance Head, and I had to play the drums, and it was the most fun I've had in a long time. Trying to see if there's anybody I know personally. I probably wouldn't. Ty Laramore, don't care about it now. Way to go, buddy. Go listen to Eight Points on the Asphalt. Where the fuck is the... The Gulf of the Ghost Drifter should be on this fucking list. Fuck these. Well, way to go to everybody that made it. I ain't never going to make it. Probably to this podcast that I'm doing right now is going to get me on the blacklist. I'm going to do... Are all these the same, though? Let's see. Now we got a Texas regional radio report. Because I want to see how much these fucking vary. Because if they are not the same, which I believe they're not, it's kind of a little up to subjection. Well, I guess my fucking internet ain't going to work. What? God dang, I'm broke. Come on, you turd. Well, we'll look at the Spotify. That website's broken. This playlist, 2023 Texas Country Charts and Top Songs. Eight points on the asphalt, eight points on the asphalt, eight points. <laughs> so it's different. It's the same people, though. Basically, to my friends that are black sheep like me, it's a big club and you ain't fucking in it. <laughs> In the world, words of the, the mighty George Carlin, it's a big fucking club and you ain't in it. Whatever. Guys, it, you know, I don't have... I guess I've talked enough shit. Oh, you know, I don't hate... People come to me like, oh, Dalton, stop saying I'm a metalhead. Oh, Dalton's a metalhead. He just wouldn't understand. I love metal music, but I love country music. I love Hank Williams, all of them. I love George Strait, Alan Jackson, all, uh, oh, my God. Come on. All of the old 90s guys. Chris Ledoux is fucking the best. Gosh, Chris Ledoux, I wish he was around. But I don't hate country music. I just do not vibe with the new stuff. I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, the only music that matters anymore is this meaningful lyric, singer-songwriter stuff. I am going to go to the grave disagreeing. I love hard rock, good time music. He said, people don't listen to party music. You don't go to parties, bro. People who say that party music is dead, 
Just don't get invited to parties. That's what it is. Because I promise you, I ain't ever been to the motherfucking club and her. And it was, I was a dirt track. And my daddy left me as a dirt road. Yeah. I ain't never heard that shit. I heard eight points on the mother. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna talk shit. But I hear party music. Stop saying party music dead. Stop saying the only thing that fucking matters is singer song right. You watch Yellowstone. Yellowstone's popular. Guess what? It's fallen off. If you watched the last season, it was not that good. The writing has gotten worse. The music segments have gotten worse. If you think that the most recent season of Yellowstone was the pinnacle of what has been released of Yellowstone, you are wrong, and you know it. The first, I don't know how many seasons, I watched, I think them all, they were all right. And I am have a very low tolerance for this faux cowboy shit and the music that goes along with it. But the first season or whatever did it in a, in a way that I almost enjoyed. But this shit now, I mean, it had the same 10, it's like a, the play of the same country song and it's verse. It's just verse, chorus. Verse, chorus, verse, literally 10 minutes of verse, chorus. It's ridiculous. It's just, I don't know. It's all starting to sound the same. Maybe everybody, I'm not saying it's not popular or financially lucrative because I'm broke as fuck, like I've said the fifth time on this podcast. So I'm not doing the right thing. So if you want to get mad at me, get mad at me, but you can't say I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm literally telling you, you you guys are doing it right because y'all are getting the tours. Y'all are getting booked. Y'all are making the money. That does not mean that I have to enjoy the music because I do not. I'm just, it's the same old, same old. And pop music's the same. Pop... What country music I think now is going through is through the phase that pop music started to go through 20, 10, 10, 20 years ago. It's just, boom, whatever gets whatever gets popular, the OG is, boom, the regular labels scoop them up. Boom, they loan out money to all these fucking kids who want to be famous. Boom, they have, they, they have no artistic freedom. Write these fucking songs. You don't need to write music. We've got your song right. We've got your people. We've got your band. I mean, fuck, dude. What happened to the hard rock? I got a picture of Eddie Van Halen above my wall right now. And when I start to get these feelings about the music industry in my life, I just look at Eddie and it comforts me to think what Eddie would do. And he would laugh and write. He would laugh and go back and write bangers and put on music for the fucking people, dude. Man, I don't know. Just need some variety, dude. And these are the people that I want on the podcast. This is when I stated earlier in this podcast. I'm tired of dealing with these people. It's these people that are linked in the system. This system, this, these labels, this country music ecosystem. And... I would love to have any anybody. I would love to have anybody on my podcast. I really would, but I'm not gonna beg. 
on my hands and knees for you motherfuckers to try to get you to come on a podcast. And you're going to make me ask you the same regurgitated questions. You play your song and I have to tell you how great you are. Go to that's what they all are. Go to every country music podcast. Not every one of them. There are good ones out there, but most of them are just you know same old, same old. Do the hey, uh, I was. Uh, what are your influences? Well, I was raised on a farm out in the middle of nowhere in some bodunk town in Texas and. My dad taught me the value of hard work and treating women right and loving Jesus and praying. And I wrote this song about when my first girlfriend broke up with me, but now we're together and she's actually uh, involved in a multi-level marketing campaign and have, we have eight kids. <laughs> um, you know, it's... Get mad. I'll, I'll, I'll be alone. Be mad. Talk shit about my music, please. I don't care. Talk shit about me. It's, let's all talk shit about each other. It's in... It, and they all... I don't know if you fucking labels have handed these notes out to people, in these musicians, but it's like... How many times we gotta go on social media and say... Uh... Let's all love each other. Let's be kind and be a family. When I know behind the scenes, most of y'all would actively screw over the next person. There is no true love like tough love. So don't fucking come at me and say, you need to be more kind. You need to be nicer, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. If you follow me, you don't, I don't need, this is not for you. You already know that. But anybody that's just finding out about me, it's, I really don't give a fuck. Because truthfully, life is too short. And if you're going to get locked into these fucking music labels and in the music Nashville, Texas country scene, your fucking life is going to be short. Your career is going to be short. Because the minute you stop fucking producing, the minute your numbers fall, you're fucking out. When you turn 35, your skin starts to get wrinkly, you're fucking out. You're getting replaced by somebody who's more handsome, more beautiful, cuter, and can shake their ass better. Just write the song. That's why you should write the music you want. And you look back one day say, this was the music that I wanted to hear. Well, this has been the podcast, the Shit Talk podcast. Hope you enjoyed all of my shit talking. Um, I hope you had a good week. Hope you had a good last weekend. Hope you have a good weekend. This will probably be the last one for the week. JT Reserves coming next week on Tuesday. We'll probably live stream that one. I'll be excited to have a guest on again. Um, I hope to see everyone. Oh, excuse me. I'm tired. I've not been getting enough sleep, dude. I don't know why. Man, I was watching some videos of chiropractor. Like, he's like a celebrity chiropractor. 
This dude was fucking cracking backs, dude. I need that. Let me know if a good, well, if anybody knows a good chiropractor, let me know, and I can't fucking afford one. So, um, please support me. It probably, as much shit as I talk, I don't deserve any, but I, I do make music and content for the love of the art of it. But it is very, um, it's very tiring that to be producing so much content and, um, just still be a broke ass, I guess. Um, I'm not complaining. I've always been the type to, I am complaining, but I'm not just, I'm not depressed about it. I'm not down. I've never been the type to really try to, I'm not gonna give up. I'm gonna keep doing it for the people that follow me. If I had zero following still, <clears throat> I couldn't do it. But for the people that do follow me and are my friend, I don't have any fans. I have friends. I don't really, I don't think there's anybody that follows me that I don't personally know or wouldn't hang out with. But, um, it's tough, you know, to keep keeping on. It's really tough to be, to do it all and to just keep grinding, especially outside of the scene, um, because I don't have any financial backing or um, like backing shadow support, except what I, create in my brain and then vomit out on video and audio. Um, it's tough. Uh, I just could never, I wonder, I just wish if there's a label or an ecosystem like the Texas country scene and the Nashville have of the gatekeepers that control the money, the shows, the narrative. I just wish there was like a label or management that was against the grain and had an independent mindset that believed in me and tr I, I trusted them. Maybe they're out there, I just haven't looked hard enough. I guess I'm spitting it out now. I just need help, I need a team. I want to keep doing this. Um, I, I am going to keep doing this, but I, I just, I'm the type of person that if I'm staying still, I'm failing. I'm never okay with the status quo. So I just, I feel like to take, take it to the next level or where I want to go, just could use some help. So let me know. And the people that do support me now, 
You are literally the only thing keeping me going. So I am forever grateful to you people and you know who you are. And to the musicians that are out there doing their own music, originally hustling, you know who you are and we are in this together. Uh, broke dicks for life. Lock, forever locked into the shred zone. All right, I love you all. This is the last podcast of this week. I hope you had a good week. Hope to see you at some shows via Blue Bonnet Bastards or GCD or any other artists that I play with. Please come check out a Blue Bonnet Bastard show. Check out a Mason Craiger show. They're going to be good. If I hurt your feelings, I don't give a fuck. I love you all. Love you so much. Thank you.